0: And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
1: Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 5 in college football was supposed to suck, but we ended up learning a lot. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a reformed Ohio State Buckeyes fan. And with me, as usually always, is AJ, at least we can beat Rutgers, Marchese.
0: At least you finally admit it again, Rob. Well, I mean,
1: we get a point guard. He's going to be really good, so that's why I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Today, mm-hmm. we'll talk all about the 2020 NFL Draft prospects we saw from Week 5 of college football. Then, we'll preview and pick the secretly bad Week 6 matchups. Let's hit it!
0: Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2 don't draft a run back on the first day, don't draft a run and back on the second day, maybe draft one on the third, or don't, let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. If you found $100 on the
1: street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. C-H-A-I-R. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. You know who doesn't get paid anymore? Dwayne Wade. Welcome to ESPN Game Day Celebrity Picker Ranking Time. Uh, we had Gabrielle Union joined by husband Dwayne Wade this this past week uh-huh. in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, how'd you feel about Dwayne
0: joining Gabrielle on set? First off, did, weren't we saying how stupid it would be if Wade was on the show like last week? <laughs> uh, we look stupid now. We Don't, do. I, I uh, thought Gabrielle uh, well,
1: Union was a good choice because she's a diehard Nebraska fan from Nebraska. Uh, I'm glad
0: she came clean about being a UCLA grad. Yeah. Rob.
1: I don't know why if you're from the Nebraska area and grow up
0: a Cornhuskers fan, you wouldn't go to Nebraska. But whatever. Mm. Especially with all the films being produced in Nebraska, there was a movie called Nebraska. There's, there's a recent uh, Album called Nebraska. There you go. See, lots of lots of Hollywood content coming to Nebraska. Gabby had to go big. Uh,
1: I, I personally, I love win. Wade, didn't love that he joined her on set. Took away from what she was bringing to the table, and I think she knew more uh, than I him about college football.
0: I 100% agree. Uh, Ms. Union, clearly extremely knowledgeable about the Corn Oscars in college football. Uh, Mr. Wade, not so much. I, in the end, if I'm grading just Gabrielle Union, I give her an 8
1: out mm-hmm. of 10. Okay. But, if I have to factor in that she brought Dwayne Wade on set, first of all, I'm taking points away from her for bringing Dwayne. Mm-hmm, and
0: mm-hmm, then, Dwayne mm-hmm. didn't
1: add a whole lot. He
0: did And
1: I, most of his picking had to do with basketball oh, reasons. Basketball.
0: Yeah,
1: basketball. Like, so, I mean, he's a Marquette guy. It's not like he knows <laughs> like Marquette football. I don't even know if that exists. So, including Dwayne, I would drop it to a six and a
0: half. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I did it together and gave him a B. Okay, good. We're on different scales. Yeah, I mean we have to be. We usually are. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't put it in a number. It just felt like a B. It was a. It was a solid. It was fine. Week, it was week six
1: for ESPN Game Day is gonna be in Gainesville, Florida, for the Auburn Florida game. So I mean they got a whole ton of choices. So it'll probably be a terrible country singer.
0: Yeah, or like Tim Tebow. Oh God! I hope it's not Tim Tebow. It's, it's just like easy. Is he playing baseball still? Probably not. Right? Minor league season's over. Right? I, I have. I could not tell you. Uh, if they're gonna pick a Florida
1: former Florida football player, who who would you pick?
0: Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be an a- an actual question. Um, I gotta think Percy Harvin, probably. I wouldn't pick Percy Harvin. The Jonesy brothers. No, just... Are they both on buys? Uh, I don't know. Like, there's gotta be some major Florida fans, right? That I just can't think of off the top of my head. I don't. I I don't know. Florida, Florida's like. No
1: offense to Florida listeners, but oh, Florida's near the bottom of states I would
0: want to live in. <laughs> it's too hot. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I hope it's Florida Georgia line. Did not I bang. make that joke last week? Yeah, we either have to reference the Chainsmokers or Florida Georgia line every single week. Uh,
1: Tom Petty. Oh, wait, he's dead. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Remember when they sang the... Yeah, that was bad. Sorry. That, that was heartbreaking. that. I'm not going to cut that. Uh, yeah, let's just move on. Most of the Florida <laughs> bands I know are really obscure emo bands. Like, is Dikembe going to be there? Maybe. Okay. Diving into the Superlatives yes Dikembe they have a whole uh, um, LP uh, or EP of Chicago Bulls basketball players names but changed to like drug sounding names Mutombo never played for no Mutombo's I know though. I'm just I'm adding that on
0: apparently Stephen Root went to the University of Florida which would be an interesting I'm, one I like Stephen. Root it's Rood.
1: definitely going to be a uh, countryman. we don't know
0: I know, but I mean, Stephen Root would be an interesting yeah, one. You've, uh, nominated for an Emmy this you're year. You're very... Anyway. You've sold yourself on Stephen Root. Yeah, I mean... Buying little stock you can get. i about, like, Joakim Noah?
1: Honestly, if they went basketball, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I Anyways. Go Al Horford. Okay. Uh, into into the superlatives we go. Best freshman you saw this week. <laughs>
0: uh, I <I'm> would Danny Werfel. Um <laughs> I uh I went to the Oklahoma game, Rob. Um, you were there? I uh, yeah, I was there. I was there in Norman. Uh, he got my eyes on a on a true frosh named uh, Jaden Hazel. He's really. also one well, of the uh, guys I listed. Wow, we did it this week. Not a not a eye popping statistical game, but he like look good with the bo- yeah. yeah his body control size. He uh and he was
1: a five star. Did they mm-hmm. they said he was was he their number one freshman,
0: like recruit. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. he just. I'm pretty sure
1: he looks like a guy who's going to step in as a starter next year and just put up numbers.
0: Yeah, look good with the ball in his hands too. Um, yeah, six catches, 59 yards. Well built, good size. Um, very interesting o- guy. We'll Oklahoma's
1: see I- quickly going to become wide receiver. You, if Lincoln Riley sticks around, he just knows how to scheme people open. Um, the the top guy I put down was Washington. Safety Cameron Williams, Uh, two picks against USC, look quite good in coverage. Uh,
0: That whole secondary had a pretty good game. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: I trust Jimmy Lake to develop uh, DBs, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, And Williams is a former high school QB and Washington recruited him to play safety. He's doing a great job and built while a little lean right now, but I think he's like six one one ninety ish. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, his ball skills look great and he his range was nice. So. Uh, and I'd be remiss not to mention my son, Sam Howell. He was good, he, man. He kept the minute <laughs> against Clemson. Almost won the game, but he Phil did. Longo doesn't know how to call a two-point play. <sighs> what a terrible yeah. play. Alright, best sophomore you saw? Uh,
0: because I sat through this entire game, um, I gotta mention at least one guy <laughs> from it. I mentioned two, but, uh, Sean Clifford, Penn State, baby. You, you sat through the whole game? You enjoyed it. Every second of it, we yeah, both did. Was so enjoyable. Uh, Clifford looked pretty good. I mean, Maryland is a, an enigma. I mean, like they either look really good or extremely or, or bad. Or Syracuse is really bad. I think they are bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we know Howard's good. So True. Good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clifford had a pretty good game. Does he run a four four two now, Rob? That's the rumor. Um, I hated that so much. Anyways, uh, good completion percentage, 26-31. to 31, Almost 400 yards passing. Three touchdowns a pick. Uh, but look good running the ball, too. 54 yards on the ground. Had a rushing TD. Um, I mean, d- definitely more dynamic than Trace McSorley. I'll say it, Rob. Um, more, more interesting. More dynamic? I don't that. know about,
1: like, in terms of running, but definitely a far better passer.
0: P- passer. That's what I, I... Yeah, you know what I mean. Just <laughs> can do more because not the same runner but can do it and uh, much better. Yeah, I put arms, Clifford
1: so. down as well because we're the only two people who watch every snap of the Maryland Penn State game probably. Um yeah, that's terrible. But I'll stick I'll stick in the Big 10 at QB Justin Fields again. Mm-hmm. He looked great against Nebraska, which I mean probably the most talented team they've played, not a good team, but no. He threw some wonderful so, ball placement uh balls. The one touchdown to freshman Garrett Wilson was a wonderful throw yeah. to the corner. He is... Like, he's not going to be a top-three Heisman guy, but certainly top-five right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And will be one of the favorites for, like, the next if He looks years. better
1: than Trevor Lawrence, I'll say it. Like, I think there's a, a, a scenario where we end up with Justin Fields uh, going into the ne- next season for the 2021 draft, looking at him as the QB1 over Trevor Lawrence. Because, I mean, it, Lawrence has not made any improvements, and I... I no. I mean, there's a lot of questions around that right now. I know it's still early in the season, but he's been yeah. quite disappointing each week in terms of overall. He game. hasn't
0: that, yeah. No, exactly. He hasn't had that game where he he's taken it over Yeah, he's yet.
1: inconsistent from, like, snap to snap. Whereas Fields, <sighs> yeah. again, low, low opponents, they're going to start playing better teams soon. But just his athleticism and arm talent, he looks incredible and... Um, I'm very excited for him. Hey, uh, as a loyal Elite Eleven follower, Justin Fields did beat Trevor Lawrence.
0: He did. So. I if like two quick points. Um, with Lawrence, it feels like his receiver has been making him look better too. Yeah, T, t- Higgins and
1: Justin Ross are two of the yeah. best contested catch guys in the country.
0: Exactly. And going back to Ohio State, quick. Like it's it was kind of weird that everyone slapped on them before the season.
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't. I, but... <laughs> One one
0: <laughs> they were my number one season team. I don't know. It just felt weird because, like, it's almost like everyone you, forgot you, about Fields. You know what I think it was? Really. It was because
1: Ohio State didn't name Fields the starter until like right before the season. Yeah. Remember that was the, there was that rumor just before the season too that the um, the the other transfer I can't even think of his name. Um, he's he's relevant. Now, yeah, he was like right, a Kentucky transfer or something. Was gonna yeah. beat Fields out, and it reminded yeah. me a lot of. Oklahoma with Kyler Murray last year Kyler Murray wasn't named the starter um, over Austin Kendall until right before the season mm-hmm. and obviously mm-hmm. I think that's just that's because they don't want like I think coaches purposely do that
0: uh, it makes sense yeah right? like why be- would they
1: bother naming a starter before they have to and then the the media just yeah. kind of runs with it like oh Justin fields isn't, isn't named not name the starter by August 20th then maybe he's not that good and it's like no, he just he transferred to Georgia because they were never going to go away from Jake Fromm. We saw the same thing with Jake Beeson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ohio State right now, I think is firmly in the top four. Yeah. Uh, okay. Weekday Warrior.
0: I'm um, going back to the same game, baby, because it was on a Friday night. Quick shout out to uh, the Penn State students student section who won the Lift Moss Student Section of the Week from Taco Bell <laughs> on the road. Rob, impressive. Anyways, wait, wait, wait. So uh, wait!
1: Can we just jump in real quick? That Maryland canceled classes for the day for this game, got all their fans to wear black, and then lost fifty-nine nothing.
0: <laughs> like, what is going on in Maryland? I okay. I will shamefully admit that I had the game muted. Um, <laughs> but what was up with like the the Penn State fans that they just like walked down the aisle at one point and like just that, that was weird. To just super that. weird. I don't know what was going on. I don't know either. I feel like. I need an explanation, but anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> KJ Hamler looked really good in this game. Uh, that touchdown was so impressive. Just the the afterburners, a little stutter step, the high step, blew away from Maryland. Uh, six catches, 100 yards, one TD in the game. Guy, I wasn't the I wasn't the highest on in the summer, honestly. And Rob, you identify these guys because the NFL always likes guys that look like him. But yeah, he's in that Brandon Cooks mold. The yak ability, yeah. the red running, the, the explosiveness. speed. Yeah, no, that's... On that
1: play, too, he looked a little like Brandon Cooks. I'm going to compare, like, seven... Yeah, like, J.D. Spielman's also Brandon Cooks. Brandon Jalen Reckham's yeah. also Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks um, but, yeah, yeah, Hamler looked
0: incredible on that touchdown. He did. Uh, he did. It was nice. I'll throw uh,
1: another guy out there, too, um, from the later game. Evan Weaver against Arizona State. I know Cal mm-hmm. lost, but, man, that guy makes every freaking tackle. It's mm-hmm. incredible.
0: You'll, you'll hear me mention we were two twice. Well, hey, I, I, I kind
1: of pounded the table a bit from uh, before the season.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he, he's
1: that's... he's the conference's um, Ben Burkirvan this year in terms of he's putting up yes. insane tackle numbers, making every tackle. And, um, yeah. and,
0: like, even when he's not, he's right there, yeah, like, he's you know what I mean, getting tackling, Always around the ball. He, he, yeah. he
1: shit-talks with the best of them. That was a weird game, that Cal Arizona State game.
0: It, it was a weird game. I didn't really enjoy it. It was a close game, and it was fun at the end, but it wasn't no, really no.
1: enjoyable. Um, okay, best prospect you saw this week? It's always going to be the same people, basically. But
0: you, you know what? I changed it up for the sake I, of doing it. I, I want Jeff Okuda okay, this, I, year, I, oh, this year. I put this him week. on here, too. Yeah, like, I mean, Tua was uh, outstanding again, looked amazing, and Chase Young was the, the, good. But like,
1: I feel like every week we have, like, we're going to end up mentoring, mentioning it, Chase Young and Tua, so I... I exactly. put them both down, but then I put two more guys, and Okuda is one of them. It,
0: exactly, exactly. Um, two picks, uh, look, just looked absolutely pick, fantastic. Pick going off awful, like, lying on the ground. Oh yeah, lying on his ass. That's ball skills, Rob. That's ball hell skills. Yeah. Uh, the other pick was even more impressive. Um, uh, just a hell of a game, and it. I think he's obviously put himself in that top fifteen. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I would agree with that. I, uh, definitely has a chance to be the number one corner in the class. Mm-hmm. He's got all the athletic tools and seeing the ball skills and kind of seeing him put all all of it together this season so far. Again, they haven't played yep. anyone extremely talented, but he it's like Ohio State just keeps putting out these freaky athletic corners with just incredible yeah. movement skills. Marshall and Lattimore, Denzel Ward, now Jeff Okuda and Sean Wade also on their defense. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just while we're talking I'll, I'll jump over to Chase Young real quick He, I mean, it's every week If you if you attempt to block him one-on-one He's coming away with that minimum of pressure
0: Yeah he, I, I put Young as my backup prospect who will play the box score so it was only three tackles and one sack, but like you said, it was like he was involved in every single play. He was being his guy at every single snap. That's
1: my favorite thing right now about Chase Young is, like, we knew he had all these tools and he was going to tear apart a competition as a pass rusher and run defender. But mm-hmm. seeing him in these minuscule games still going 100 miles an hour with that motor. Yeah. I, and getting double teamed a lot and still yeah, doing it. And, and we're starting to see, like, comps thrown out for him. I've like, I mean, some of them are wild, some of them... More fitting. I'm having a hard time finding the the right comp for him, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, he's gonna be the number one player in the draft, not pick, but number one player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like you said, Tua seven total touchdowns against Ole Miss. I mean, yeah. they again, not playing anyone super talented, but hey, slow start, yeah. but yeah, they. Probably- I also put CD Lamb though, the Oklahoma receiver. I feel like partially because he's seeing so much attention when teams play Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, and, and their offense gets so many people involved. His, his stats weren't up there with the Alabama receivers, um, mm-hmm. and some of the other guys. But this was kind of like his huge game against Texas Tech: 185 yards, three touchdowns, making incredible plays after the catch. Yeah, his um, his body control and then his contact balance after the catch. I I love C.D. Lamb. He's one of my favorite prospects. Like he is firmly See, in my top ten.
0: I I was gonna mention him for the next category. But I was debating between best prospect and the next category um, as my backup because it was like his don't forget about yes. me game almost yes. like he's lost a lot of the spotlight. I, I feel with the wide receiver class, of, especially with the, the Bam receivers, like you said. Um, but I mean, a hell of a game, and like he was felt like he was wide open every single play. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. And he is to me a very, very complete receiver. I know there were some athleticism I questions agree. with him. But he is a fabulous route runner, and then just the contested catchability because of the body
0: control. When you run, when you have like a complete game at wide receiver, you don't need to run the four fours, four three. I I agree. Right?
1: Um, like you can't be molasses out there, but Slow. it's not like
0: DeAndre Hopkins ran a four four. Exactly. Like if if Lamb runs a four five five, I'm fine with it. I think me too. Because of yeah. like, if you're a bad route runner and you're slow, <coughs> Colin
1: Johnson. That's then the, then it's going to be a problem. But yeah, if you yeah. if you're an excellent route runner and you can create separation that way, he also isn't the lacking athlete. I think some people framed him as earlier. I, I don't think so either. Um, like I don't think he he's going to be
0: running a dangerously slow forty. I don't think so either. And so well built and places his ass off every snap. Yeah, box. he's he'd, the best blocker in the country. At receiver. In the country. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, okay, yeah. who's shooting up the board for you? I'm, I get a handful of names. There, I mean, I. There's the obvious one that everyone knows, uh, Devonta Smith, the cat up. Well, it's crazy that, like, I th- I think two weeks ago we had,
1: like, Devonta Smith had a massive game where, like, yeah, this is the, th- like, yeah. he's shooting up, he's Bama's other, other, other receiver, all this jazz, and then yeah. it's, like, just goes for 274 uh, and five touchdowns against Ole Miss. A, a game for the ages. Like, he's going <laughs> to go day two. I know he's not, he wasn't getting talked about at the time, but there were some... People giving him top 100 love before the season for sure, and mm-hmm. now it's like he, when he is showcased. And like Ruggs was banged up in this game, and you just see he's yeah. they they say he has the best hands on the team, and it just certainly looked like it. He made some plays after the catch; he can stretch the field. That,
0: yeah, it looks so easy for him after the catch too. Which which
1: comment? I, I, you know um, a comp I like that I saw: uh, Brad Kelly compared him to Dion Branch. <laughs>
0: That's so interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, I like to you know, I, 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 I love, love Deion Branch. So. Too, so. I have a Deion Branch jersey hanging in my closet. I love right Dion so.
1: Branch. Uh, Bad trade for the Seahawks. But, um, but yeah, like De- Devonta Smith, I think all three, like Lamb and, or er, Judy and uh, Ruggs are going to be top yeah. 15 picks locked. And mm. uh, I don't know if Devonta Smith's going to get it to the second round when it's all said and done.
0: Waiting for the Waddle breakout game. This receiver class is insane.
1: insane.
0: Uh, Anybody else you
1: got for shooting up the board?
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be an episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven if we didn't mention a Surratt brother. Oh yeah. I got him for something else. Chaz looked great. Chaz looked great, He wasn't playing major snaps Uh, really until this week. Yeah, I know. And he looked like... Probably the best player on that UNC defense. I, um, it's,
1: he's just—they—they were missing some starters. There's some players on the defense now once they're all healthy too. I like this. Mm-hmm, like this North Carolina mm-hmm. team should be bowl eligible.
0: They look. Calm, I don't know man. what I Larry
1: Fedora was doing.
0: Nothing. <laughs> this is what he was doing? <laughs> um, seven total tackles, had a sack. I uh, just felt involved in a lot he's of plays and coverage. Yeah, exactly yeah, um, He
1: looks like I, So, former quarterback uh, The Joel, yes. Joel Landing of the season, if you will um, mm-hmm. I will But he looks like a super athletic dude Who just, being able to make that switch And being really? 6'3", 230 Exactly, I was going to say He's really well built like, too When you look at his brother, Sage Surratt The weak force receiver It's like, his mm-hmm. overall size, and athleticism And just, his body His body, beautiful Chad Surratt's the same way yeah, I'm glad sure. he's not playing Absolutely. quarterback anymore because he is much more interesting as a future
0: NFL player in this spot. Agreed. Uh, who do you got? Uh,
1: I put um, Canadian, Pride of uh, Canada, yes. Oklahoma, nose tackle play. Neville Gallimore. Um, he dominated that game. He could also go down for a play the box score, actually. Um, Through yeah, Three tackles, true. but a ton of hurries and just clogging up the middle. His. He looks more explosive this year, and he is a freak mm-hmm. when it comes to athleticism. And just his Absolutely. handwork looks faster and stronger this year. Uh, Neville Gallimore, like, this defensive tackle class is really starting to come together, I think. And he's a guy who's looking like a day-two dude. Um,
0: Quick off-topic, but you know how much I love Canadian process. It's it's exciting to have Gallimore and, and Chula. And Claypool. And Claypool. And like Bam has got like a four-star Canadian receiver. Like that's awesome. I'm uh, sorry. I'm excited. Nathan Rook's gonna be a like, top three Cle- pick. And he's Canadian. Clemson, and a Clemson is
1: Canadian receiver too, I believe. Yeah, I forgot. What's his I name?
0: Know. Um uh, I too. Do you have awesome. anyone else shooting off yeah. the board? No, that was those okay, right Yeah, I
1: obviously threw Jalen Hurts down again, threw for four fifteen, ran for seventy, four <laughs> yeah, total touchdowns. He's starting to look like a legitimate uh, at least a two pick.
0: Hurts uh, it's gonna be so it's gonna be so interesting. I mean um,
1: there are people talking about seven quarterbacks going in the first round if they all declare. That's
0: nuts. Yeah, which I I ha, like. I feel like doesn't it always feel like at this time that
1: yes, and I feel like maybe they were not all like we thought Justin Herbert was for sure declaring last year at this
0: time. Yeah, ex-
1: exactly. Like, we can't be yeah. sure. Like I, I, could see a scenario where a Jordan Love goes back. I think Jake Fromm will go back. To be honest, he seems like the type of guy mm-hmm. who would if they don't win at all. Like if they don't win, yeah, exactly he yeah. cares so much about that Georgia program. Uh, but, yeah, Hurts is, f- there's, I, I'm starting to feel more and more confident that he is a first-round pick. I mean, I haven't gone and grinded down the tape, like I don't have a first-round grade on him or anything yeah. right now, but he looks so much better as a passer this year. And just his ability as an actual, like, a runner, the way he runs is so different from Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray kind of felt he like is. he's ran <laughs> out of necessity or play <laughs> call. But, like, Jalen Hurts is a legitimate running back with the ball in his hands.
0: He is. I mean, we've always said that since his freshman year at Bama, but and then even like in the summer when we threw on um Hertz's tape and we're like we didn't give him enough credit as a passer. Especially in mean, his, his, his last year at Bama. And then this year it's looked a lot better. Like exactly, the footwork, so. the mechanics,
1: um just yeah. the overall ball placement. I it helps that system for sure, but he's I mm-hmm. would love to see Jalen Hurts at the senior bowl. Yeah,
0: because even at Bama though he was missing easy. Oh yeah,
1: his first two years at Bama, he
0: was it was just. But you're right
1: though. In the the time we did see him as a junior at Bama, you could Mm -hmm, tell he mm -hmm. was he had improved. We just he didn't really get to showcase it nearly as much because he was not playing. Exactly. Um, two more guys, two receivers. Uh, one is my boy Joe Reed from Virginia. He Mm -hmm, was giving giving it it to Notre Dame early. He, he, he looked was, great yeah. after the catch, which isn't surprising, but I thought he was he looked improved as a route runner. He's also one of the best kick returners in the country. There is a spot in the NFL mm-hmm. for a guy like Joe Reed, especially in today's mm-hmm. NFL. He, like, he plays running back at times, too. I think he's a Cordero Patterson yeah. type. He's good. Uh, and then the receiver, I think, is going to shoot up the board, and he's starting to really build some hype. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins from Oregon State. Uh, went for yeah, ten okay. ten catches, one hundred sixty two, and a touchdown against Stanford. He's a guy whose tape I really like. He's built he's built well. He's got height, um, mm-hmm. but he's also a fabulous route runner.
0: He's so interesting. I mean, the class is so deep, as we mentioned so many times. But
1: yeah, yeah, like um, si- um, 6, 3, 6, 4, 200. The route yeah. running is what I keep coming back to with him. I don't know that he's a great athlete, but he can work mm-hmm. himself open all day long. Um, I, I need to see more of him, too. Like, I, I've only really sat down and watched the Oklahoma State game with him, but I I think we're both going to be huge fans of him.
0: <laughs> uh, Sliding right down the board. Right uh, I don't know if this is a controversial – it wouldn't be controversial, but had a good statistical game, but just didn't like what I saw overall. Uh, Bryce Perkins. At you know what with him, I think he started hot and then
1: he just kind of crashed.
0: Yeah, just from what I saw in that Notre Dame, like he was thirty of forty three, three thirty four, two touchdowns. Well, oh, I
1: would say, yeah, I would say that that's a little bit misleading of a box score. Like it, it, the first it, quarter, exactly. the first half, I thought I was like kind of like I, I didn't have any ill feelings towards him, but the second half, I thought he was kind of a
0: mess. He had two picks, three fumbles. He kept getting. Didn't feel the. Exactly. Just didn't feel the pass rush at all. And it's funny that we were kind of, uh, I think my slide down was a core last week and he had like three sacks in this game. So, um, it just didn't feel the pass rush. And like Perkins looked like, a, I think we both thought in the summer, like he just looked like a guy that could come and be a long-term backup in the NFL. I know it's not like we had a monster grade or anything, but like. Like day um, three though. and am like,
1: yeah, we, we, we liked a, a lot of, like I was so pleasantly surprised with him in the summer.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like, just, uh, you know, what, things you want to the back. Like, look at Chase Daniel this week. You know, he just looked composed and did his job. And like, I, I, Always Perkins... like a
1: little bit of mobility in your backup, too.
0: Exactly. Um, young Chase can move. Anyways, um, yeah. Uh, and it just, he just looked like a mess, like you said.
1: Uh, I'll stick with the quarterback here. Utah State Jordan Love. Uh, did not okay. look very good against Colorado State. He, it's mm-hmm. like, he is just... All the physical tools are there, and then he throws bad interceptions. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you can develop him, I think he can be a franchise quarterback. And, I mean, like guys like Dane Brugler, I think, has him as a top 10 prospect right now. And I'm not there with him, but like I see all the tools. It's just he, yeah. he is very raw, and the same issues that were there last year are there this year. Um, he's a guy... Eh, 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 this week, they play LSU. This is going to be a huge... Game for like obviously people yeah. around the country fans being like oh I want him as our franchise QB but also for like this is the most important game of his career in terms of NFL mm-hmm. draft prospectness uh, absolutely I mean just the biggest one I guess too uh, and he looked good against Michigan State last year so uh, I'm very excited yeah. like that, Until that's gonna this- be one of the I know it's like a nothing yeah. game in terms of matter but it's not a great noon slate game so that will definitely be on one of my screens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I also put Travis Etienne. I thought against North Carolina, he didn't really um, create a ton for himself. He had a fumble. No. uh, And he looked poor in pass protection. No, that's fair. Michael Carter looked better, man. My boy, hey, that's my number one guy. Uh, And uh, I threw down Michael Pittman against Washington. I know he had the big 44 yard touchdown, but other than that, I thought he struggled
0: to separate Pimin's so up and down. It feels. He
1: is in in a receiver class like this. um, It's like, like I don't see a guy like him being a day two dude. No, I. This is to me. Like Isaiah Hodgins, just coming back to him. He's a guy who. Like could be a top ten wide receiver in this class, but then there's like there's so many guys like that where there's like even like Aaron Fuller or I just watched Drell Stewart, the Michigan State receiver, and I really like him. And there's just so many guys mm-hmm. like that. And again, it's going to depend who declares and who doesn't, but it is an insane class, both in terms of top heavy and depth.
0: Uh, for my out of nowhere prospect, I'm mentioning another wide I bet, receiver. I bet another... I have him too. Dubois? Oh
1: no. Okay. He I liked what I saw from Dubois, yeah. Both is, yeah, Reed and Dubois both looked really strong. And in different ways, I thought Dubois' body control. Um, exactly. Yeah. He made a handful. I think the touchdown, the, was it his touchdown? And he made a great sideline
0: grab. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, he
1: was interesting. Um, I, and I didn't really know who he was at all.
0: Me neither. 6'2, 215. So that's a good, that's, I mean, probably a little smaller, but well built. Um, yeah, Reed had a big game, but DuBois statistically better. 9 for 143 and a TD. And the TD was a very nice grab. Uh, like you said, the body control, uh, some contested catch, the sideline stuff. It looked, it looked, uh, looked a little interesting, Rob. A little interesting. It uh, yeah. was a little bit interesting. <laughs> yeah. Is it,
1: What is he? Uh, uh, junior. Okay. Uh, I was hoping he was yeah. a senior. Um, I put down Oklahoma receiver Charleston Rambo. Okay, Redshirt sophomore uh, yeah. when, yep. you, when you catch just two passes Maybe you're not that impressed But when it's for 122 <laughs> yards yeah. Somehow no touchdowns But he he just He kind of like took on the. So far this year he In multiple games he feels like the, He's the Hollywood Brown for them he, Obviously not to the same mm-hmm. effect But just the pure deep speed Really lean field stretcher I, I don't think he's going to come out or anything But he's definitely got to pay attention to going forward
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um,
1: oh, if you're interested, the Nationals advanced to NLDS with a three-run eighth inning.
0: Oh, they came back. Eh? Uh, and then I put Chaz
1: Rat down here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a guy who I wrote his name down. I think last year when I was watching Bryce Hall tape, Virginia safety Joey Blount. This dude's just always th- around the ball. He had a mm-hmm. fumble recovery on the on a muff punt. Uh, he broke up a pass. I just, uh, well built in Virginia, just turning out DBs.
0: There's, there's a lot, I mean, we haven't mentioned Snowden this year, but like, he's still so interested. Yeah, like like, there's a lot of interesting guy. Yeah. Bronco
1: Mendenhall has done one heck of a job with developing talent. It's going to be a great
0: coach at Michigan.
1: <laughs> like, just the fact that, I don't know, five years ago, it was like, Virginia was a hellhole under Mike London
0: nothing there and exactly. like even they,
1: they landed a couple like remember when they got Quinn Blanding and Andrew Brown and they're both like five exactly. stars and like I'm, Blanding went undrafted and Andrew Brown might have also been undrafted I can't remember he had a good senior bowl though um, but now it's just like receivers they've got a quarterback multiple defensive players specifically the defense is where they're training at the talent but he's just done an incredible job there I really like Bronco mm-hmm. Uh
0: okay yeah it's Per- good image. <laughs> uh,
1: but they'll never beat Ohio State, so it's okay. Uh, prospect, who made you look stupid?
0: Hey, hey, you already mentioned him. I'm going to Evan Weaver because I was really, really low on him in the, in the summer. I just didn't think the athleticism was almost there to be like a, a dude in the NFL. Uh, but he's just always around the football, man. At 15 total tackles this week, what do you have like 18 last week? Like 20? 20, 20, was it 22 the week before? even really good? good. Yeah, I know he's just been good, and he's making me look dumb. Uh, I, I, uh,
1: maybe my Blake Martinez comp wasn't even good enough at the time. Um, <laughs> I put you mentioned him actually already. Uh, Julian Aquara here. I, I did not have <laughs> yeah. him as a top ten edge. I I saw the tools and, like, I saw the vision of having him there, but I didn't think he put it all together. And then the last, prior mm-hmm. to this week, he didn't look very good. And then he exploded against Virginia. Three sacks, he had a strip sack, a couple of hurries. Yeah. He's a guy who I think is going to test really well. It's just, like, the raw potential upside is what you're betting on with him. And obviously, system's going to matter. He's not the heavy, like, he's, like,
0: 240,
1: but just, yeah. They're, this edge class is very, very interesting. There's so many different types of guys.
0: Mm, uh, Kareem had a good game for them, yeah, too. Yeah, um. Kareem,
1: they're contrasting style is fun. Because Kareem's more of a power guy, like a lock-it-down-against-the-run mm-hmm. type. Not going to be a flashy dude, but just going to be a good football player in the NFL.
0: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I,
1: like, I can't wait to like really dive in um, as the season goes on on some of these teams, or prospects. Uh, best prospect versus prospect matchup.
0: I am mentioning Evan Weaver again, and it's this was just the most fun one for me. It was him versus you know Benjamin. Benjamin just had so much. Like, it was just so much fun to watch. He was like he had 29 carries, 100 yards, three touchdowns, and again Weaver was involved in every single play. Uh, Benjamin, it, it, did you think his best game of the season? I, so far? I put
1: him down for prospect who played the box score because I know he didn't average that many per carry, but their offensive line is god awful. And he was exactly. doing the most he could with his carries. And I was loving what I saw from him. And I, Like, when I went and I looked at the stats, I was like, he played so much better than these numbers show. Uh, he I know. Is, like, I know he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's like 5'9", 200, but he, he runs so tough. And I love his contact he balance does. and the quickness. And he's got great um, patience. I I very much enjoy Eno Benjamin. And then, yeah, versus Evan Weaver, that was a fun as hell matchup. It was. That yeah. was, like, the main reason I keep watching that game. Oh, for, for sure. Uh, okay, I put the Ohio State offensive line versus Nebraska D line. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, like, Nebraska's got some boys on the D line the the Daniels the, the twins, twins, or Davis twins, and then uh, Darion Daniels, um, Ben Silly. Uh, but the Ohio State offensive line had his best game of the year, and they were just like, Munford mm-hmm. was stepped up big, and uh, they were kind of moving those guys around. Uh, Daniels, uh, or Davis, sorry. Khalil Davis had, a, I think, a sack at one point. But other than that, it was uh, Ohio State all day. But that was a fun matchup. Um, I also put the USC receivers versus the Washington DBs.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good one. Uh, Washington DBs, big win for them. And then Isaiah Hodgins
1: versus Paulson Adebo.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I, I kind of almost forgot he was coming up against Adebo. Like, that's impressive that Hodgins is doing it with nothing else on that offense. Jake Lutton, baby. Um... Yeah, Reinhardt's gone, man. Yeah,
1: Adibo's been a little bit up and down. I think he... he mm-hmm. I like Adibo a lot, but he does kind of struggle against the guys who... Uh, against clean cleaner route runners. I, I mean, when that, that big Gabriel Davis touch-on against UCF, yeah. like, that type of stuff, he'll bite on stuff. Like, he's a mm-hmm. give-and-take type of corner at times. Uh, okay, Prospecto played the box score. I already mentioned Eno, Eno Benjamin. <laughs>
0: I, uh, I went with Zach Bond from Whiskey Baby. Hey, I
1: mentioned him last week. He's, he's playing good football.
0: Yeah, only had two tackles and five assist tackles, but uh, felt involved in like most plays, getting to the backfield. He's a non-stop uh, motor sorry? dude. Yeah, exactly. and uh, Just a classic Big Ten grind it out, run the football, Joe Gaziano type of game. Uh, <laughs> it was an ugly football game, but... Vaughn really uh, showed up in that one. I put uh, Marvin Wilson down as
1: well, and I know I've put him here before. His stats yeah. never match how much damage he is doing on the field. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. He's I think he's going to end up in the first round. I don't know. It's just yeah, he's been the most consistently impressive interior defensive lineman this season. Like, I've been De- – Derek Brown, I mean, he had a huge game against Texas A&M, but Marvin Wilson just consistent each week. Uh, And the athletic upside, and I I think he was like the number one recruit in the country or something uh, a couple years ago.
0: Um, Just because I couldn't find a slot for him, I'll throw him in now because we're talking about ideals. Uh, Metabuki, I can still not say that. Metabuki had a really good game against Arkansas. He
1: even killed Nick Starkle. Yeah, he had a pick too. (laughs) Yeah, he he looked really, yeah, he's a pure, like, raw, talented upside you have to develop. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Mm -hmm. the flashes with him are, are big
0: um mm-hmm. prospect is being overhyped uh you mentioned his name already but according to tony pauline, pauline. Uh, jordan love is going to be the first quarterback in the draft tony draft, pauline so. i know i can't I, I would say pauline i don't know why pauline um your coworker, right so i guess <laughs> yeah uh, I, st- I, am st- still very firmly on the the love train, as I'll call yes, it. Yes,
1: me too. I mean, I think we were both fans of, uh, the potential there. But to to think he could, that he like the Dolphins were, are tanking their season, and gonna take him For over. To, love. Yeah, like it just doesn't it seem possible. Like I, I fully believe Jordan Love could be a top ten pick, uh, yeah. and definitely a first round pick. But, I mean. Just, and he doesn't, to, to me, he doesn't have the same physical tools of, of Justin Herbert right now. And Herbert's no, more agree. polished. And, like,
0: and then... To, I wonder if, like, other guys emerging in this class is going to hurt Jordan Love stock too. Yeah,
1: like, I think...
0: Burrow and Hurts. Yeah, yeah, Burrow,
1: Hurts, Eason. Um, Eason. Like, Fromm's play bigger games, so there's going to have been more eyes mm-hmm. on Fromm. Uh... Yeah, like, I, I, I would week, say, like, yeah. Jordan Love's been somewhat disappointing. Just he hasn't... This week is huge. Yeah, like, he hasn't taken that big step that I was hoping for. Exactly. But, like, I haven't yeah. sat... Like, mm-hmm. he just looks more like last year's version still. Uh,
0: this this game against LSU is monster for his draft. I'm so excited.
1: And uh, seeing him and Joe Burrow at the same time. I know it's not the same. Yeah. But, like, you just say it's got some defensive players. Teepa, my boy, and DJ Williams yeah. at corner... David Woodward at mm-hmm. linebacker. That's three future NFL players.
0: Uh, <laughs> There's reasons to tune into that that game in here. Yeah,
1: no, it's it's definitely worth watching. It's like when I watched LSU play Vandy at noon. That was fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, I put down T. Higgins here.
0: Interesting. He got a lot of love this week.
1: Six for 129 in a touchdown against North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. My thing with T. Higgins is like I know he can win these contested catch uh, situations. But he's not really... He doesn't, like, consistently create separation. He's yeah. not a great right runner. He's a big body with great hands and, uh, I think, again, great catchability. I just don't know, like, p- to put him on the same level as the Ruggses, the Judys, the Lambs, I'm just... I don't see that. Like, I think he is not a top five receiver in this class. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I'll see people put him in the top ten of the first round. I even saw on Twitter someone say he's like Mike Evans. He's not like Mike Evans. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like I don't even dislike T Higgins. I just don't like. I th- he he's like my s- sixth or seventh receiver. I think I see him more as a Kenny Galladay type, a high-end wide receiver too,
0: in the NFL. Fair enough. I, I I don't even disagree with that, man. Like it, like you said, he's just he's a contested catch, good hands. Like, like I think Justin Ross is um, definitely no. better. Than him. Yeah, Ross like he's he's flashed the bigger play potential. Just for Ross right?
1: closer to Mike Evans than T. Higgins is.
0: Right now, yeah.
1: Or are you implying that Higgins could become Mike Evans?
0: No, I'm implying that like it's early for Ross, but yeah, yeah but uh,
1: like Ross, I think is quite clearly the better wide receiver at, at Clemson. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, like I don't even dis- dislike T. Higgins. I mean, we're gonna hear all kinds of crazy takes as we go forward. I mean, I've, I think we've seen Jake Fromm get compared to Drew Brees multiple times, so. Of course. So it is what it is. Anyway, what about the small school guys? The guys who aren't getting enough hype. Who caught your eye in the small schools this week?
0: <laughs> okay, I'm cheating. It's a power five school, but it's the what? worst one. Rockers? So it... Rockers. Oh, actually.
1: Okay, I'll give, exactly. I'll give it two then.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rasheen looked, uh looked a little interesting, as our catchphrase goes. Uh, the only player that could do anything against Michigan like, on the ground, he didn't do. much. six carries for eleven yards. <laughs> like it's not a good statistical game, uh, but caught seven balls for fifty-five yards and like broke some tackles. Looked a little explosive. I think
1: I was in the summer. It was like I didn't love him as a, or neither of us loved him particularly as a runner.
0: But yeah. you can always
1: find potentially find a role for a guy with athleticism who can catch the ball out of the backfield.
0: Like, this is like a UDFA yeah, yeah, yeah I don't got uh, your eye on it I've thing.
1: seen his
0: tape exactly but uh, I like that when a guy is the only bright spot on an offense you, uh, did team you drink him, him up
1: as your small school guy so we could talk about the new head coach at Rutgers
0: yeah of what's course what's his name like Dante Skarnackia yeah that's his name something like um,
1: that <laughs> some Italian name
0: hold on I, I'll, I'll pull out I already forgot Calzone? it's so Italian like it's Dante Calzone. It's stupidly Italian. Sorry? Dante Calzone. Yeah, that's, that's, that's offensive, oh. Rob. rub. Uh, yeah, that's why I, <laughs> who's your Who's your guy?
1: Uh, I put four. I'll, 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 okay, two of them are just... Uh, I'm uh, kind of like playing to you. Xavier Jones and James Proch from SMU.
0: Yeah, man. They keep both... I mean, we're both in on Proch in the summer, obviously. So we, we know what Proch has been doing it for years, okay? But Xavier Jones just use. keeps looking impressive. Yeah,
1: both of them look great against USF. Uh, also, Alex Highsmith showed up, uh, the Charlotte edge rusher. He been getting a lot of hype kind mm. of this week, and then their game happened to be on NFL Network against FAU. Uh, so I saw yeah. some of him. He looked pretty good. He's a uh, well-built and athletic for a smaller school guy. He's going to be at the Senior Bowl, and like I think that's where his buzz will really start to come. But Game Brugler's been pounding the table for Highsmith. Uh, and then Cole McDonald, Hawaii played Nevada in like a bad weather game <laughs> in Nevada with the time change. That's and sick. He threw yeah. for four touchdowns, At his best game of the year, and looked like it's like all of us want Cole McDonald to be good so badly because we see these flashes. It's like the size, the athleticism, the arm talent. It's all there. He just needs to not turn the ball over, and when he doesn't,
0: it's pretty like this against Nevada. It's it's gonna be interesting just to see, like what happens with. Chloe I don't Toth. think he'll come out. I would, but then again, I
1: didn't think um, Tyree Jackson was gonna. I thought he was gonna grad transfer, yeah, and then he thought yeah. about it, and then he came out when I drafted. I I hope yep. Cole McDonald. I kind of hope he grad transfers to a power five.
0: I mean, I hope so too. It'd be a lot of fun. But then again,
1: Riley Neal not doing a great job at Vandy after doing that. So.
0: Okay, you yeah. ready? Nunzio Campanelli. That's such a good record. Like, they should just make him... Like, who cares who's the head coach? Like, you're going to suck anyway. Make him the head coach forever. It's so jokes. It's like... Like so, like, so Italian. Like, he's from Jersey. He coached at Don Bosco for nine years. And then a Catholic school for seven years. And then he's only been at Rutgers for, like, a season. It's, it's,
1: he's like the tight end uh, coach, right?
0: Yeah, he was, he was, yeah.
1: Like, yeah, it's hilarious. I'm, I'm all in on him, though. If anyone's turning this program around, it's him.
0: Um, <laughs> just get all the good Italian kids from Rutgers and go build, a, like, a gritty yeah, team. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, they're probably just going to end up hiring Greg Hopefully. Probably. Uh, you know what else, though, AJ? Remember what the else? days when you were always ready to go. Want to increase Can't your performance him? and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know it works you can take them anytime day or night on a full stomach or empty and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts bluechew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance most guys talk a good game, but BlueChew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in discreet packages, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since BlueChew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Armchair. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot com. Promo code Armchair to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast.
0: Alright, you ready for the question? Uh, sure. How many times have you talked a big game but not followed through, Rob? I don't mean ED, but I just mean in general. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I've never talked a big game. I've seen you not follow through multiple times. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I'm not the question.
1: Uh, hey, anyway, uh, before we get our these six matchups, uh, do the smart thing this weekend, bet on football, and bet with my bookie. And if you want to hedge your bets after kickoff and you're losing and bet the other side to make money anyway, hedge your bets. You can mm-hmm. do that at my bookie. You can also parlay a bunch of stuff, pay a little, win a lot, it's the smart way. Uh, to constantly brag about your parlays, That's, if you're a parlay guy, you got to talk about them. So, join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Wow. I was really thrown off by your question there and I struggled through that ad. <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, week six matchups. Uh, how'd you do last week? I had my worst week of the season. I went four and six. I think it was a lot of like those uh, the big favorites that just didn't pull through. I went six and four. I don't know where it differed. be different. I think you're, you're lying this week. I lie every um, week. I, no, I would kill to be 500.
1: You know me. I, I'm 22 I and 18 overall, though. I'm uh,
0: 24 and 16. You're catching up to me. Don't yeah, like don't that, worry. Man. I'm
1: definitely going to go 500 this week. Uh, okay, starting with the noon games, the noon ABC game, number six, Oklahoma,
0: 35.5-point favorites in Lawrence playing Kansas. Um, some teams don't cover these big spreads. Uh, Oklahoma does. Though. Yeah, I'm also uh, going to take Oklahoma. I mean, Kansas sucks, but they're better, kind of.
1: Uh, Kansas has some prospects. I like their left tackle, Hakima Denji, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they got some, like, Puka Williams at running back. I'm interested to see how their corner Hassan defense plays, because I think he's a legit NFL talent. Uh, But anyway, point being, Jalen Hurts can probably throw for even more yards this week and just destroy Kansas. This this game isn't... It's a bad week for new games.
0: Yeah, why is this on ABC? I
1: I think kind of the track... There's not a lot of good options, and it's like, if we can't get a good option, let's get an exciting... That's why we're like, it's always Oklahoma, Ohio State playing bad teams. It's like they're going to tune in because there's good football players playing at least. Uh, At least when it's Texas Tech, we get Jet
0: Duffy. Yeah, good point. Uh, You're not a fan of Carter Stanley? No, I'm a big... You know I've been a big Jet Duffy fan for a long time. Uh,
1: Okay, 12 ESPN, Purdue at number 12 Penn State. Penn State 26-point
0: favorites. Look, we, we saw what they did to Maryland. Um... I'm not. Uh, I'm not buying it fully, Rob. I'm taking Purdue plus the points. Okay, Purdue's without Elijah Sindelar and Rondale Moore, but okay. I I uh, I just I don't know. I don't. And I, don't Penn State. I know. I know. Marcus I'm going to
1: take Penn State. State. They destroyed Maryland and Maryland. Purdue, like I said, all banged up. Uh, Penn State's defense is looking very strong. I really like Michael Parsons. He was not immediately ejected against Maryland. Um yeah he was. Uh and then yeah, Clifford looks like he's starting to really put it together. I know they can't run the ball, but just get the ball in KJ Hamler's hands and I like their tight ends.
0: Um yeah, Gros uh had a better game for Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree. Um still not like
1: dominating to the point he should be in this nearly the same breaths of Chase Young and AJ Panisa though. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: Uh
1: okay, twelve. On uh, Fox, number 14, Iowa, at number 19, Michigan, a game that's near and dear to your heart.
0: Yeah, uh, Michigan's minus four and a half, I, uh, I'm picking the Hawkeyes. Uh, I am also taking the Hawkeyes. This is a
1: good, I mean, Michigan's offensive line look pretty awful this year. AJ Panisa. Yeah. this is kind of his first, a lot of people are going to be watching game to kind of, like, blow it up, yeah. and I think that's what we're going to see, um... Yeah. Other side of the ball, like I feel a low-scoring game. I don't love Nate Stanley. Uh, the Michigan defense is be a bounce-back game. I think um, if Stanley can uh, cook the
0: Michigan D, it'll be big for him.
1: Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. I don't. I don't think he will. though. like I see this playing out as a. Like I think I was going to win this game,
0: but I think it'll be like a thirteen ten slugfest. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, like even if you don't think I was going to win this game, uh, it's hard to feel Fort Michigan's going to win by more four and a half points. Um, You know my theory, Rob. I'm just going to pick Iowa for the reverse jinx, and when they eventually win, I'm like, at least I can be a little happy that I picked yeah. them.
1: Uh, but I will. Uh, Iowa because of their trench play. Okay, the big game, 3.30, CBS, Gary Danielson. You know what I'll be doing 12 hours before. Uh, Number 7, Auburn at number <laughs> 10, Florida. Uh. Auburn three point favorites in Gainesville. Yeah,
0: it doesn't scare me. Uh, I'm taking the Tigers. Uh, I still don't believe in this Florida Gator team. I, uh, Auburn, like, uh, I'm not a huge Auburn fa- fan, Sounds but, like, like, you like you they are. looked. <laughs> yeah, I am. Mean, yeah, go Tigers. Um, or Eagle. Um, <laughs> they kicked <laughs> they kicked ass last week. Um, I watched that game for some reason. I don't know why. My stream just went to it, and it's used too. Easy. It like, guess uh, go Tigers. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's no other great games on at the time. Oh, fuck it, leave it on. Um, <laughs> go Tigers. They're they're gonna roll into Gainesville and drain the swamp. I shouldn't wow. have said that.
1: Okay, uh, I'm 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 taking Florida.
0: Are you yeah. really okay? I, I think Trask might be better than
1: uh, Felipe Franks.
0: Uh, that's that's fair. That's as fair. a passer,
1: yeah. um, and I think they can kind of count on his at least consistency. Like he might the big plays aren't necessarily going to be always there with Trask, but like he's yeah. safer with the football and a more confident decision maker. Um, like Bo Nix is a wild ride.
0: Like yeah, like I either. I am
1: very much still afraid of Bo Nix. And then the Florida defense, I just really like I love Zaniga and Greenard on the on the edges. Mm-hmm. Uh Ventral Miller and David Reese at linebacker. And the secondary, I know it's been inconsistent, especially CJ Henderson, who's supposed to be the dude, but there's so much yeah. talent in that. And I just think home field advantage, Gainesville, I, I just don't I think like I don't think either of these teams are that great for top ten teams. But I think yeah, like Auburn's luck's gonna come to an end in Gainesville. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Okay. 330 ABC, number 11 Texas, going to Morgantown, taking on West Virginia. The game was great last year with Will Greer. Will Greer is gone. Uh, who
0: you got? I'm taking Texas. I West Virginia has been really bad this year.
1: I'm kind of excited, Like,
0: I have like, not seen West Virginia play live.
1: I'm excited to get my eyes on Austin Kendall and see him. Really, was it a close QB battle with Tim and Kyler Murray last year? Was it really? <laughs> Uh-huh. No, it wasn't. And, uh, yeah, there's just not a whole lot. I, I think it's going to be a, like, they're going to, they're a bowl team. But I think it's going to be a, a, kind of a slow build for Neil Brown to kind of put this program
0: together. Um, and I'm I, gonna mean, take I
1: mean,
0: like, I mean, West Virginia struggled with GMU, but who's who's not going to? I <laughs> uh, got Pumbo by Mizzou, beat NC State pretty well, and then struggled with Kansas. Like, uh, yeah, I think it. Big down year for NC State though. Just after watching that Florida State game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Milan Puskar is going to be bumping, but, I, uh, but yeah,
1: I, I think it's I a it. slow rebuild. Texas takes it easy.
0: Uh,
1: okay, I don't. ESPN really did not luck out with their uh, primetime game picks this year, or their national televised picks. Game picks. Uh, Three thirty. ESPN. Virginia Tech at Miami.
0: Hold on, qu- quick uh, interjection. Could it be double trap games for Oklahoma and Texas, looking ahead to each other next week? Keep it on that. <laughs> um, Miami's fourteen point favorites <laughs> against Vite. <Volta. laughs> Sorry, um, stop brat- uh, broadcasting ACC football unless it's Clemson or Wake or Wake. Sorry, but Wake's on on weekdays. Yeah, no, no, on Friday nights specifically. The, those are those are locked. Yeah, um, I'm taking the Canes. Uh, Votek looks like it's. There's just more positives positives with, for, or with
1: Miami and like offensively you know like KJ Osborne and Jeff Thomas are playmakers at receiver DJ yeah. Dallas can rip off big rounds. Jaron Williams yeah. I know he, like he's been up and down but he's a freshman he's clearly got talent whereas like Virginia Tech doesn't really have anything. They they
0: look pretty dead in the water right now. There's just
1: no like light. Reggie Floyd their safety's really quite good but I don't know it's like. There's veteran leadership on the Miami defense too. They like got. They don't trick me as a team that's just gonna lie over and lay down and die this season. Like they're gonna like, fight in games at least. And
0: yeah, like Vatek's two wins were Old Dominion and Furman, and they struggled yeah, both like, of them. This feels like Justin Fuente is out the door. It does, and I, I like. I've always had a soft spot for Vatek, and I like Justin Fuente, but um, I think the Canes could could roll them. I, I don't makes me sad, Rob. <sighs>
1: uh, okay, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Number three, Georgia.
0: 25 and a half point favorites at Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee football is bad. I know that for a fact. Georgia is good. Uh, not overthinking this. Uh, I don't know if anyone does. Do they still show up in Neyland? Like, how could you? I'm taking Georgia. I, I wouldn't. Um,
1: yeah, I'm going to take Georgia as well. I mean, there are some things to pay attention to. With Tennessee, Trey Smith, the receivers, uh, Daniel Petulia, linebacker. But, yeah, like this is, like, essentially a tune-up game for Georgia now, especially yeah. coming off the big Notre Dame win. This is just, just destroy Tennessee and move on. 7.30 p.m. ABC, number 25 Michigan State at number 4 Ohio State. Buckeyes 20-point favorites. I
0: guess this is the good late game. I guess um, it, 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 this scares me that it could be a classic, dirty Big Ten football game. Um, Michigan State's defense is pretty good. Um, I'm still taking Ohio State to cover. I, I think, like Michigan State, I don't think they're going to be able to score on me Ohio either. State. I think Fields and that offense just too much firepower there that they'll eventually pull away. And yeah,
1: like I'm, I'm excited to see like Kenny Willkie's Joe Bache and like yeah. those guys against a top. To your team, mm-hmm. but overall, yeah, I think if I mean if it gets into a score fest, Ohio State's gonna dominate in that way. And if it's a slug it out fest, like Ohio State's just got way more talent on both sides of the football. Exactly. Uh, okay, eight p.m. Fox Cal at number thirteen Oregon. Oregon eighteen point favorites. If Chase Garbers didn't get hurt, this game would be a whole lot more interesting, and Cal probably would have beat it ASU last week.
0: Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I would have been taking Cal plus the points. Probably would have only been like what ten points. I think this <laughs> this like, monster worth that little. I don't know. I'm taking the Ducks now. Um, monster looks so bad.
1: Yeah. It's still
0: an interesting game to see
1: Justin Herbert against that Cal secondary. That secondary like, for I'm, sure. I'm very excited yeah. to see Ashton Davis in the Cal secondary against Herbert and see how this Oregon offense calls the game because they've been. Very protective of Justin Herbert thus far and mm-hmm. kind of keeping him away from contact throughout games and not relying much on the receivers to get open on their own. So it'll be interesting. It could be a really boring game, but yeah. It could be a lot like what Oregon did to Stanford, just boring but easily win.
0: Yeah, I like that's fair. I wish Garbage didn't get hurt because the Cal's actually a fun yeah, team. Yeah, they are. I
1: like them. I, I enjoy Justin Wilcox as a head coach.
0: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Finally
1: 10.30pm ESPN Sticking the Pac-12 with some after dark action Number 15 Washington Heading to Stanford Huskies 14.5 point favorites
0: I'm taking the Huskies um, I mean, Yeah it went a little back and forth But Stanford's just not the same Costello's um, constantly
1: banged up We don't know if he's even going to play and, exactly. like, They've had so many injuries This is just a wash of a Stanford season That's why I think KJ yeah.
0: Costello's going to go back to school that's fair. Uh, like, he, he hasn't, again, like you said, the injuries, and when he's been on the field, he doesn't look great. I think it would make a lot of sense for him to this go back to school. This game matters
1: for Eason uh, to see how he, how he plays against a team that's got...
0: On the road, yeah, yeah. On, on the road,
1: in conference, seeing, like, Paulson Adebo, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. You just want to see Eason string together some strong games. He was fine against USC. They, they played him really well to... Kind of like make him rely on short stuff, yeah. so it wasn't a very exciting game. He's
0: fine for sure. Um, but struggle last time he went down to the Bay Area against Cal. I mean, better secondary, but like you said, a Devo's yeah. there, so it's for an secondary. interesting game. So all the
1: games, it is, other than Votech Miami, have some some reason to watch, but yeah, not, not mm-hmm. the best week. Next week's better, the week after is even better. Um, anyway, that's us. That's us here at Seven Runs in Heaven. We're done. Uh, you can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarkezi13. You can follow me at Rob Paul NFL. You can listen to our NFL podcast, in the Starters, on your favorite podcast app. Uh, you can head over to armchairmedianetwork.com and listen to all kinds of podcasts or read my NFL draft column or NFL rookie column or head to profootballnetwork.com and read all kinds of stuff.